What's going on, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Thank God for Wrestling podcast. I am co-host number one, CJ McClure. Co-host two of two, Johnny King. We're shaking up a little bit and giving you guys some AEW content today. We're going to talk about MJF versus Samoa Joe. So, Johnny, I love the callback of Joe shoving MJF back at NXT. I love that they're still they're staying consistent by cooking with MJF and adding Joe in the mix. Joe has always been a great, always been great on the mic. I absolutely love their pro. Well, that's not entirely true. I had a little bit of nicknames, but for majority, for the most of it, I love their promo segment. Joe is the right guy to win this tournament. Face him this Wednesday. What do you think of it? Hey man, I like the fact. That we have now, we have true sympathy for MJF, and he's finally in like a baby face role. And I just think him and Joe together, man, it's money, bro. Joe is probably one of the most intimidating guys in wrestling right now, and he has been for a long time. And this, I feel like this was the right person at the right time for him to continue his can you to like to continue his AW run, you know? Percent. I think I may have already admitted this on this channel. I can't remember. I'm a sucker for double champions when someone has more than one title. So I, although I didn't actually watch it, watch it, I was hype when Adam Cole and MJF won the Ring of Honor Tag Champion Tag Team Championships, and MJF has two of those belts now. Joe's already the Ring of Honor Television Champion, correct? Yep. So. I don't want to get ahead of myself with predictions. I don't think Joe's going to beat MJF, but we'll see. This is always the surprise factor, but just I just I just love all the gold that's involved in this because they're just both great champions. My only nitpicks from their promo segment, I, I will first off, I let me start with the positive. I don't want to be a Debbie Downer. I love Joe calling him kid three times. I just Joe's just been he's so good with just the intensity when he gets in people's faces and like just raises his voice. Like he did it to Brock of all people, just what's the problem kid. You know, every time he did it, I loved his clap back to the crowd, bringing up people's moms. It's an easy, it's an easy insult to do, but Joe did it well. I loved MJF's story. I actually didn't know about his NXT tryout. I didn't know about Regal not hiring him because he was so young, which I kind of called BS on that Rigo didn't hire him because he was so young because they hired Tyler Bate and Tyler Bate was 19. So mm-hmm. WWE low-key dropped the ball with that, in my opinion. But at the same time, maybe MJF would have got lost in the shuffle. Hindsight's 2020. We don't know. We'll see what happens in the bidding war on January 1st, 2024. But overall, loved it collectively. I just didn't like jf's insults of like samoa doe and dope boy and stuff like that i'm like nah you're, you're i'm like you're you're trying a little too hard with this max you definitely had better insults i'm sorry bro but that was the weakest slap i've ever seen yeah 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 and granted, who really wants to be slapped? But at the same time, it's like if you're already getting your chest chopped to it looks like hamburger meat what's one semi-hard slap gonna do yeah i mean it was just yeah so that, that's my only that's, that's those are my only nitpicks but other than that i think they're cooking with this i'm excited for it i mean i'm an aw casual you guys probably already gotten that vibe from me but 
I've always liked Joe. I heard about Joe down in TNA, and then when he came over to NXT years ago, I was ecstatic for it. I loved his matches in NXT with Finn Balor. I'm excited to see what's going to happen. Yeah, unless it was their unless it was their intention not to make the slap hard for some reason that we don't maybe we don't know. But yeah, I can see what you're saying. But yeah, man, I'll agree with you. Uh, MJF, I feel like could have. I feel like he was corny on purpose. He did the corny fat jokes on purpose. Because it's the easy way, you know what I mean? It's the sure. easy way, yeah. Like the Samoa Joe, the, the ice cream music line. Yeah. Um, but yeah, man, that promo was good, man. Um, I just want to see this match on Wednesday, bro. They need to let them have honestly, bro. There's a lot of stuff gonna be in the Grand Slam. I just don't want it to be like I'm tired of getting like 10 minute main events. With like you know like one commercial break, so we really only see like what six minutes of the match. This has to be like a good 30, 20, 20, 25 minute, thirty minute match in my eyes. Got to give him time, and I didn't watch all in. Uh, the most I saw was like the last seven minutes of Aussie Open versus Better Than You, baby. But I did see I think the last like minutes of the main event between Adam Cole and MJF. I was just disgusted that they ended that match with a roll up. Please don't end this match with a roll-up between MJF and Samoa Joe. Uh, I just don't – yeah, that was – I thought it was a weird way to end it, too. But that's – yeah, that's CM Punk and some Joe is just a whole different story. But, um, yeah, man, I don't know. I feel like – I just don't know which way they're going to go. Like, they could have – Say they so like they have they have MJF win, then obviously we know we're gonna get MJF Cole. Or they could have Joe take the belt off MJF. And then Adam Cole is the one who ends up taking it off of Joe. And then we get Cole versus MJF. I could probably get down with that because we never got a Samoa Joe Adam Cole match when I don't think they were no. I don't think they were in NXT at the same time because I think Joe was up in the main roster by the time Cole showed up. So we yeah. never got a match between them over there. I'd be curious to see that. And Cole's obviously going to want to get some type of revenge after Joe choked him out. I got a question for you though, and maybe this is just me reading too much into it. Joe said to Max, he's like, "I'm going to take everything from you." Is Joe going to get a tag team partner and challenge him for the tag titles? I lean towards no on that just because Joe's does Joe doesn't play nice with others. What do you yeah. think? I don't I think everything he meant Adam Cole too, and that's what we saw at the end of the show. I don't know who he would get his tag partner to be. It's like you said, Samoa Joe's not get along with a lot of people. Right. Um, yeah, but I don't know, man. I think it like I I feel like it will be a great storyline. Say Adam Cole does or say Joe beats MJF, then then we get Adam Cole versus Joe. Adam Cole ends up taking the belt. Then Adam Cole could kind of play the 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 heel we always wanted him to play. Max, you wouldn't have gotten another shot at this title unless I won the belt back for you. Like you you wouldn't be in the spot if I wasn't for you. You wouldn't have got back here on your own. So I feel like there's some magic with that. I don't know. I'm I'm hoping we get something. I trust uh, AW. I just like that this is keeping us guessing of like the possibilities that they can go with. I don't know if this is the best comparison, but I kind of think back to the triple threat IC title match at WrestleMania. You could have made an argument for all three of those guys winning. 
You know, Sheamus could have had his Grand Slam moment. Drew could have had his WrestleMania moment in front of people. Gunther is the future, so he he deserved the win. I just like that the possibilities, just the, the different routes you can take with MJF and Samoa Joe winning. But this is probably going to be my prediction. I think MJF retains, but he doesn't retain clean. He's not going to beat Joe clean as a whistle. There's going to be, I feel like there's going to be some type of involvement. And if there is some type of involvement, as long as they just are given the time that they deserve, have a good match, I'm fine with that. I think it would be cool, though, to see double champ Samoa Joe and not, I mean, again, I'm a sucker for two championships when a guy's a double champion, but I think it goes harder when you have two single titles instead of a single and a tag title. Oh, for not sure. Trying to, yeah. Not trying to degrade a tag team championship, but just to me, that goes harder. Like Seth Rollins, WWE champion, United States champion, that was hard. Because mm-hmm. it's titles you want on your own without anybody else. Exactly. And I, honestly, Samoa Joe could be a good, a good heel face, like face of the company for AEW. So I wouldn't be mad if he if he got the upset. So yeah, man. You're more educated on TNA than I am. Was Joe world champion for TNA? No, that's a good question. I don't remember because he he was in TNA around like 06, 07, like 08, 06, 07, 08. Like when Kurt Angle was there, him and Kurt feuded. So it was like during that time. So I'm not too sure. Yeah. I feel like he I feel, I want to say Probably he had to be. Let me see. And we mentioned in the punk video, he won the Ring of Honor world title his first run, right? Yeah, he helped. When he, is that what? See, because when he was feuding with Punk the very first time years ago, wasn't he the Ring of Honor world champion? Yeah, they were they feuded in Ring of Honor, yeah. Yeah. But was he the Ring of Honor world champion? He one of them had to be during that time, I think. Go, go ahead and fact check. Yeah. You look up TNA, I can look at Ring of Honor. TNA, TNA, he held the TNA championship once. Okay. But he did, he did hold the X Division title a lot. Because he said sure. he held that five times. Yeah. Uh, December 6, 2004, RH World title, Samoa Joe versus CM Punk. The It was the time, it was time limit draw. I just asked that because I didn't know if Joe was ever a world champion. I mean, he that promotions in his career because obviously we know how WWE went. Oh, yeah. He he had way better success outside of WWE. Yeah. But I think for him to still leave the impact that he did in WWE and NXT without winning a world title so goes to show how good he is. He just wasn't used right by Vince. Yeah, for sure. I just don't think Vince kind of knew what to do with him. Yeah. Well, I got one more question for you to end off on this video, just while MJF's in the conversation. How do you feel about, and this actually isn't even just an AEW thing, it kind of translates over to WWE too. How do you feel about world champions eventually not wrestling in general that much or defending the belt until they have to? Because MJF's argument was, I am the world champion. I don't, I don't have to do anything else other than defend the belt. MGF is obviously making more appearances in comparison to Roman Reigns. But, and I'm just asking in general as a world champion, how do you feel about it? Because I feel like you can make an argument for both. You can argue that you eventually earned being a part-timer. 
you can show up here and there on TV just to make appearances for ratings and defend the titles on pay-per-views. Basically, in other words, beat Brock Lesnar. That's what Roman Reigns has become. He has become Brock Lesnar. Despite years ago saying, you're never here. Or you can go the Seth Rollins route and you show up every week and you defend the title wherever you go. Because there were guys that paved the way before that too. I'm going to be honest. I don't like when a title is just defended for the sake of being having a defense. I prefer there be like a story around it. So as long as there's a story, then yeah. But if there's no story, I don't really see the... I don't know. I don't really see the point. Unless it's like a mid-card title, okay. But if it's a world championship title, I feel like that's so prestigious that there needs to be a... There needs to be long-term story in defending that championship. That doesn't mean that the... The champion can't make TV appearances and have promo segments. There needs to constantly be a story revolving it. You know what I mean? That makes sense. That's a good. That's a good point because I know I mentioned a lot on here how a big a fan I was of John Cena's U.S. Open Challenge, and when he was doing that, he was making the championship prestigious again, and he was making people look good. And Gunther's done a little bit of that in his reign, defending the IC title on TV. And to your point on the storyline, you know, the last time, if I remember correctly, that Roman Reigns has defended a title on free TV, it was on SmackDown against Matt Riddle. And there was a little bit of a story there, just a little bit between him and Riddle, you know, and that kind of heightened the drama of the match. Like it wasn't just because. So I think that's I think that's a good, valid point. I mean, I I'm always going to use that's probably my ace in the deck. I'm always going to use John Cena's U.S. Open Challenge to show that. The more you defend it, and as long as you're putting on good matches, it's going to make the title prestigious. But I think to your point, with it being the world title, the championship, there has to be some story, even if it's just for what, like, for like a couple weeks of like of just be between Roman and Riddle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was something on my mind, just you know, because I know MJF has been criticized about that, and he clapped back at it. But those are all my thoughts. We want to give you guys a little bit of AEW content for once. I have nothing else unless if you got something else, Johnny. Oh, man. Grand Slam on Wednesday, so we'll see the story play out. Until then, enjoy your guys' week of wrestling. I'm CJ McClure, and thank God for wrestling. Yes, sir. Johnny King, man. Thank God for wrestling. We'll see you on the next one.